This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And happy wow. Friday, everybody Wow, someone has a lot of energy today It is not me <laughs> it's like very it's very cold in my apartment right now so i'm like very much in bed while we're recording i watched southern charm this morning i had a nice little iced coffee you know where you went for your walk i didn't no i didn't go for a walk this morning wait but i thought you go get your iced coffee no i i was an adult and i bought a a big bottle of cold brew at the grocery store wow and so okay you prepped yeah. for this day. You prepped I, for this. <laughs> I like going to get my coffee, but I also like having the option of not needing to go get my coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I'm very bad about keeping because because I only do iced coffee. So I'm like, I don't I can't just make the coffee pot like it's not my that's not my destiny. Ugh, the peasants that make the coffee pots in the morning. Make Can the coffee imagine? pot is like not the correct way to say that, I guess. But <laughs> You know what I mean. I can't just have like a cup of hot coffee and be like good to go. That's not my not my journey. Okay. You're, I'm having hot you're no, listen, I'm having hot coffee right now. I can't drink out of a straw because of my dental work that I've had for 10 days. So it's preventing me from having iced coffee. Can I drink iced coffee without a straw? Absolutely. But it's just like, no, you need the straw. You need it. The people the people who listen to this show and don't have any other context are gonna think your mouth is like falling off. <laughs> my my ongoing dental work it's like a it's like a two-year construction project i'm sorry not to make this about me but if you have been listening i sound a lot better like i'm in a way better mood like i'm ready to go there you can totally tell when i'm not feeling myself and i was ill this week so here we go barry and i were on a zoom meeting together on tuesday afternoon and i actually thought she was asleep she was not but (laughs) that we the vibe check has improved i would say in the last three days uh, but maybe not so much with Real Housewives of Orange County, which I would say had a, a nice and sleepy finale this week. <laughs> like, OK, I think in the beginning of the season, we called it a snooze fest. But like out of any finale in history, it it was a try hard finale. We've discussed this like it. Oh, my God. When I always say we discussed it, I always feel like the listeners feel like left out because like we discussed it prior. But usually we don't. We just have little like thoughts and we save text, it for the episode. I will text. I only text you during an episode if there's something that I like need to like <laughs> vent about. I'm like, oh, my God. This episode to me just it didn't have like finale energy. Nothing felt oh. like Nothing felt like a culmination. And I know they can't have a big party or be on a trip or anything like that because of COVID. But it's like the I don't know, like the drama is just not 
that compelling. Yeah. I don't know. We So we start with Gina and Emily are meeting and talking about this whole stuff with Shannon and how Shannon says that Gina didn't check on her. And then there's the stuff about John and basically like Shannon just seems like she's kind of a mess right now. Okay. But did any of you have a flashback to this happening when Tamra was on the show? Because I did, I was like, this happened with Tamra and Shannon where she was constantly complaining about Shannon, not asking about her, but always being there for her, like her midnight phone calls and her breakdowns and everything. And so by Gina saying this, I was like, wow, like this is a reoccurring event. But Shannon to me is the type of person who just like, needs a friend to lean on when like she's going through something which i think she's now found in gina but you can never trust the gina and emily show like they're always talking <laughs> about someone I aka think, like, shannon i think there's nothing wrong necessarily with being a friend who is like a little more needy and that definitely is shannon but also if you are being a friend to that person it's acceptable for you to like check in with yourself and be like, I don't think I'm getting out of this what I need from this friendship. And I feel like Shannon seems like kind of an exhausting person to be friends with. But also there's this weird dynamic in her relationship with John where clearly Shannon has, Shannon has told her that, you know, she they're having issues or they're drinking too much or John is controlling or whatever. And she'll say this. And then the next day, Gina's like, okay, like, blah 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 this is what you told me and shannon is like almost mad at her for bringing it up and i think this is something that is honestly i don't want to make be like presumptuous about shannon's relationship but it kind of sounds like your like classic emotionally abusive situation where it's like if you're in that situation maybe sometimes you can talk about it but if you're still in it you can't always be like super honest with yourself about what's going on Right, like you think she doesn't want to be 100% honest about her relationship with John? Is that what you're saying? Not that she doesn't want to be, but I think like sometimes when you're still in a situation, you have to like tell yourself something. Mm -hmm. And so like she might have a, a moment where she is like really honest with herself and like telling Gina what's going on. But then it would make sense to me that the next day she might not really be able to like focus on that because she's just trying to like be okay. Yeah. I mean, I I hope for Shannon and John from what we've seen, they look super cute together. Their families are cute. Like, I hope Shannon seems in a way better place. It's so crazy when you think back to like Shannon's wild seasons and you're like, wow, she came <laughs> she came out of that like really on top. But so yeah, I don't know. I don't I think that Shannon and Gina are just very different. This always happens. They're in different age brackets. They don't have a lot in common and they could be like acquaintances or friends of the show, but to get deep like that, I just don't I don't know. I don't know. I could yeah, be I wrong. I guess I forget but... that Shannon is like pushing 60 and Gina I think is still in her 30s. Like so Addison like Ray and Courtney. What the hell's going on? <laughs> Yeah, like there is a there is a pretty decent age gap between them. Um yeah. Shannon, we have even more stuff about Shannon's daughter going to college and Shannon's really 
sad that she didn't get to have her prom and her debutante ball and that, that, that's the thing that we're yeah i was like wait what about. kind of toast is this you didn't do this you didn't do this you didn't do this but you will do great things they all like, looked at each other it was you'll like, do great things at baylor in my product coat that i'm giving you that's like 20 years old you know sophie's gonna have a great time at college i'm okay, sure good luck to you sophie <laughs> Let's just say I didn't cry at this send off the way I did at Riley's. Um, okay, so then Elizabeth has the therapist over. I love that they're like, <laughs> "See, we got tested, so we can do therapy in my house." I'm like, you know, everybody else could just do this over Zoom. Yeah. Also, that's happened in every other show and episode too. They're like, we, everyone got tested, right? So like, we don't need to wear a mask. Like. Right, you didn't do it while you're on TV for one hour. On Southern Charm last night, they're like, "We booked the private shopping, so we don't have to wear the mask." And it's like, I get it. I (laughs) thanks. I've been watching TV for a while now. Uh, We'll talk about Southern Charm, but also they were like, "You stay on that side of the store, and I'll stay here." I was like, "Guys, it's not. This isn't how. Let's all take a universal like have a Zoom session, and everyone can just like." I do love. Yeah, it's funny to be on these shows when people will show up, and instead of hugging, they like do the elbow thing to each other and then they're just like hanging out together for hours with no masks it's like what you could have just hugged at that point like whatever yeah so we need to talk about this unless there's any other point you want to make about elizabeth's therapy because i don't um i think i mean i honestly like it's nice to see her kind of opening up i wish we would have seen this toward the beginning of the season right and like Um, learn a little bit more about her right because we're i do feel like we're peeling back some of the layers about you know maybe some of the things that she isn't truthful about she's doing it for a reason and maybe she needs to kind of get to the bottom of that but at this point it's like i don't want her to come back next season so i don't really feel invested in her journey Right. I not to completely, be rude, but completely like, agree. And and in the back of my mind, I'm always like, you know what? Maybe she'll come back. They'll have her come back and be a breakout star her second her second season. I doubt it highly, but that's an option. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honeylove, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honeylove, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. So we see Emily hosting a party because apparently she was a party planner and she like loves hosting parties. So she's hosting this 
party on the beach because they haven't been able to do anything because it's COVID. So she's still going to host a party. And it looked beautiful, to be honest. Like all the women were there. Some of their husbands came late. Others didn't. It was it was again one of these beach parties we've learned over the years from every show. They're not what you expect them to be. Like you have to have an end goal, either be like a chill lounge hangout or like right. a meal or like, are we arguing? Are we setting the tone? Are we like talking about stuff? Or are we just like clear? I, I don't know. It was a mess to me and it was not, I don't know. It just wasn't fun. Well, yeah, it's weird. Like they're all hanging out in this like patio area and Bronwyn gives everyone these like personalized masks, which were like not as funny as they wanted them. To yeah, because you got the vibe. Were they, were. were they supposed to be digs or were they supposed to be like funny? Well, yeah, like some of them were funny that it's like, <laughs> oh, like, oh, like the Elizabeth is the richest bitch in Newport Beach and like very fun. Okay, personally, I never again want to hear any very reference fun. to fun Emily. <laughs> like fun Emily uh, yeah. doesn't exist. It's no. a figment of her imagination. Mm -hmm. It's not, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I'm just over it. But so it's like, <clears throat> that sets the tone. But then it's like, none of these women actually like Bronwyn. So it's like, okay, she's giving this gift. Also, we know they don't like masks either. So like, whatever. <laughs> um, but then they like, they like make their way over to the beach. Which they're not allowed to bring out. All of a sudden too. it's like, Shannon and G. Oh my god! Like, why were why are you even there? <laughs> like, obviously, like you don't need alcohol to have a good time, but it's like no. this is a housewives party. Like, clearly, these women want to drink too. No, but they like they actually like made them leave their. I guess you can't drink on the beach, but I'd be like, hell no! That's why we all have flasks, right? Like, bring a water bottle. It's not that big of a deal, or like a or solo a cup. Bottle. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so Shannon kind of like confronts Gina and. She basically is doing the same thing that Gina was talking about at the beginning of the episode where she's like, I told you all yet. Yeah, like, yes, I told you all this stuff about my relationship with John, but like my relationship with John is fine. And it's like, I, again, like, I don't want to, you know, get mad at her for what she's going through or anything, but like, you can get why Gina would be frustrated with this. Cause she's like, I don't know how you want me to help you. Like, what do you, what more can I do? Like, you're not being receptive when I do try to help. Right. Well, we've always got that from Shannon where it's you you are on eggshells because you don't want to say the wrong thing. She's that type yeah. of person to me where it's like you say one thing where, where you are being helpful and giving advice and she takes it the wrong way. And then you're you're hesitant to help again because it's like, you know what? It's like with, when it goes to anybody, don't ask for my opinion if you don't want it. OK, just don't. Yeah. OK. Can we talk about. This moment where I don't, e I, I wasn't even, I like looked away for a second and then all of a sudden Elizabeth is talking about how she's going to call Vince Neal. Oh my God. I had such secondhand embarrassment. She was like, yeah, I want, she, she's first like, yeah, of all, she said she wanted to set him up, set them up or just be friends. Like, I don't she's know. Like, yeah, I know. I know Vince Neal. I know Vince Neal because my music company, like I can just call him. No big deal. Oh my God. And that was, she called and a random, first of all, they didn't even say who it was. And apparently this person had this phone number for 11 years and she's it like, was, oh, is this, a, is the, did you just get the, is this a new, no, I've had this number for 11 years who are you trying to call for oh i just wanted to talk to vince neal like girl vince neal is from motley crew which gina didn't know either but 
it's just like so uncomfortable. Well, like, yeah, but then in Gina in her interview, she was like, OK, so what else shouldn't we believe? Because I'm sorry, that was a lot of confidence for her to just whip out her phone and be like, let me call him right now. And it wait, wasn't. Is, no. Speaking of Elizabeth's like wacky bullshit, because this is the last time we're seeing it. <laughs> we are so mean. Her her Ferrari is parked down the street and they're like, wait, I thought that was for charity. And she's like, well, eventually I have to drive it for a year first. It's like, what? It It's she is one of those where it's all to impress. I've always said if you have the money, you don't talk about it. It's all I know about her. It's literally all I know about her. Elizabeth, if you mm-hmm. want to go to lunch one day and we can talk like and find out other things about each other. I'm down for that. Oh but God. right now, I only know about your money and I don't care about it. But if we do go to lunch, you're paying. So the finale ends basically with Bronwyn talking about how she doesn't like how conservative Newport Beach is. And basically, the other women, mainly Kelly, are like yelling at her. They're like, yeah, like if you wanted a liberal neighborhood, you should have moved to Laguna. Like, why do you move to Newport Beach? Like, I grew up in Laguna. Why would I want to move back there? And I was like, is this really the argument that's happening just, in the finale? Like, first of all, it's uh, it's like, why is this the, like a conflict on the show? But also it's like, why would you yell at someone like Bronwyn isn't saying like nobody should be conservative. She's saying like, it's hard for me sometimes living in such a conservative neighborhood. And I, like, I think they're Kelly, just at their wits end with Bronwyn. That's why Kelly is saying the tolerant is the most intolerant, which is like classic. I feel like cl- classic, like all lives matter, um, whatever, like propaganda, but it's like, yeah, like clearly none of these women like Bronwyn. I, I have mixed feelings about Bronwyn. Like I think she has, there are like some things I really like about her. She frustrates me other times, but like it's clear that nobody in this group actually cares for her. Yeah. And here's the thing. Her sitting at a table with these group of women who she hasn't opened up to recently about her marriage and what's going on, because she has said multiple times she still needs to figure it out. I just get very uncomfortable. So I can only imagine how she feels when all of them at once are like, what's going on? Well, what's going on? Are you in love with Charity? Are you in love with, with Sean? Like, that's not that, that is not something like. Yeah. Appropriate for that time. She has to figure that out. You can tell she's about to like explode because what she's going through is a lot. And I granted they can come back and be like, well, you're on a reality show. Okay. But things happen in your life where you're not ready to like, yeah talk about yet so at that side i kind of feel bad and and feel for bronwyn but at the other side like then you see her in her bedroom as sherry and like sean comes in and she like they like ignore him and i'm just like oh my god this is so like weird and i will say i'm not looking forward to this reunion just because i feel like it's gonna be kind of painful with like the whole bronwyn dynamic like i just think obviously all these women have been like They've been being, like pretty outwardly mean to her on social mm-hmm. media and like not being shy about that. And I just I feel like it's going to be unpleasant. I don't know. We'll see. It's only two parts, which I'm glad about. But well, because you see at the beach where where Elizabeth said she texted Bronwyn a really nice message and she read it and all Bronwyn responded was thank you. So then Bronwyn defended oh, yeah. herself and she was like, did you tell them all the shit you were talking about me? And she was like, no, <laughs> Elizabeth was like, no. Oh, and God. so that like you only saw one side of that which is kind of like good for Bronwyn for pointing that out because if she never said that like that's an editing situation 
Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Let's talk about Southern Charm. So this week was the first part of the two-part finale, which apparently just means the second it's to two last episodes episode. where it's two episodes where not that much happens in the first one. <laughs> like this whole obviously, like the whole episode, like some stuff happened, but it, a lot of it was kind of just setting up for, I guess, a lot of drama to happen at this party next week. Yeah, I mean. I am glad that this episode basically started out with Madison being upfront and apologizing for her behavior because I said this last week, like she was very mean, like she was mean to yeah. Austin and you could tell something was up though. So she did say that she apologized for her behavior, but being around Austin like ma- triggers her basically, which we see for bo- both of them. Like they, and, and now it's affecting the group. Like the two of them are bringing me back to like a high school relationship where you can't go to the same house party because totally. like someone's going to be seen talking to somebody else. And it's just annoying because we had another episode of how hot Madison looks and it's just like triggering for me. Yeah. Like totally. They have that toxic energy that's affecting the group, which doesn't help when it's compounded with Catherine's toxic energy affecting the group. Like 
two factors are a lot um it's it's weird though so austin is like okay great so like are you cool with me dating other people and she's like no like i'll never be happy like i'll never sit i'll never like want you to date another person it's like madison like i understand that it's like weird to see your ex moving on or like dating someone else but in this situation like like how is austin supposed to win in this situation like how like what is he supposed to do and later in the episode she's like with vanita getting ready for this party and she's totally like oh like austin's gonna see me in this outfit and he's he can't touch but he's not gonna know what to do like but like all she's thinking about is like fucking with austin and it's like you both need to move on like i think they're both doing a bad job of this but like madison especially like come on i think that yeah you're right madison is rubbing it in his face and trying to get him to be like jealous austin is just this poor kid still in love with her and he's not doing anything to like make her jealous or make her mad he's actually he's simply just existing (laughs) and she doesn't like it because it's like i i'm sure madison is coming at it from an emotional place too, but it's manifesting in more of like a, she calls, she said I was a bitch. Like it's coming across in a bitchy way. Whereas Austin, like it's more just like pure, <laughs> pure like sadness. I know. Um, and he admitted, he's like, I'm still in love with you. And I was like, no, Austin, I love you. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, I'm excited to see the end there back and forth. end, just cause I feel like all season we've kind of been on this like annoying roller coaster ride. But the mm-hmm. other, the other like main thing that we're dealing with this episode is sort of the continued issue of Catherine's mm-hmm. place in the group. This scene with Catherine calling her friend Jackie is was like really cringe to me. <laughs> first of all, first of all, Catherine is like she pulls a tag off her blazer and then cracks open a can of Coke with her teeth. And then is like browsing a baby gift website because Thomas, she read online that Thomas had his baby a month ago. And I'm like, girl, yeah, you don't have to send a gift if you found out online a month after the fact that he had his baby. She also is like, I, I don't know, like, are they siblings like questioning it? But the thing is about her is something's something's off. I don't I don't appreciate or enjoy watching her on TV. I feel like her thoughts are all over the place. Like something is not right. And, you know, for a little bit, I was like, I was never defending her actions, but I was like, okay, maybe she'll learn from this. But like, she is like talking. I'm not, I'm sorry. She, it is like watching or talking to a wall when she's on the screen. Yeah. And she basically is like, sorry, not sorry. Again, we still, I mean, we haven't seen her really like own anything she did. And now she's like, saying that she's mad at all the other people in the group. And I think especially the women for not kind of like speaking out on her behalf and saying that she's not racist. Speak out on your own behalf. Right. Like if you, she has a platform, like she like Catherine specifically hasn't said the right things. So it's like, if I'm like Leva or Vanita or like anyone else in this situation, why would I go out on a limb and support someone who doesn't even seem that interested in actually like fixing the problem? Mm -hmm. And so Leva obviously is kind of still having a lot of issues with this. And we see her, um, she's talking with Danny about it at the store, which like you were saying, they're like, 
quote unquote social distance shopping. And it's like, that's a, that's not a thing. You're like running around the store. Also, you right guys have been to together other. in public settings before. So I don't know why this shopping was different than any other. Yeah. I, I don't know. We've seen a lot of shopping scenes this season, which is like, okay, like, I guess they have to pick out clothes, but like, usually we don't see it all the time. But so then at this party, first of all, this house is so weird. It's I Pringles mean, family it's, friends house. It's a really nice house, but it's like, why are we here? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's a little unclear to me, but basically Leva gets there before most of the group and she's talking to Shep and basically saying like, I don't understand why you guys are coddling Catherine. Like she's done all this stuff and like you are known for not coddling people. So why all of a sudden are you, you know, sticking up for Catherine? And he's like, well, you know, like I've gotten in trouble for that in the past. And like, I'm trying not to cut to like, not to be hard on people. And it's like, okay, but there's a difference because this is the one situation where it's like truly warranted. Like it's not right. the same. He's he, he's trying to be just not involved, which is right. one side. And then Leva said by him acting that way, that is like his, pri- like he, his white privilege. And so I understand that Shep is like, Catherine's not my responsibility. That's kind of how I saw him. He was like, I don't want any part of this. Yeah. But at the same time, we have seen that, Shep is actually someone that Catherine like listens to and leans on and talks to. So I think that's what they're hoping for. They're like, Shep, maybe you can like talk some sentences to this girl. But the two seeing Leva and Shep talk, like I was telling you earlier, like I want to see more fun from Leva. And it's unfortunate that she's had to be like this motherly figure this whole season. And like, yeah, like I, I agree. Like, I think she's, I've agreed with almost everything that she's been saying maybe sometimes not the delivery but like in general i am like team leva 95 percent of the time but it it is it feels like she's so much more mature than like most of the other people on this show that it's like i i appreciate that energy but i also would love to see just like more of a fun you know like it it sucks that she's kind of been put in this position where mm-hmm. she has to be like the one person in the cast really like holding Catherine accountable for this. Right. And she did say she doesn't believe in cancel culture because there's no growth in that. Like, right. And yeah. and so I feel like she is there to help no matter what. She's like, I'm literally yeah. just here to like make sure you d- you learn from your mistakes and like you're not and but the thing is she, they're not I, listen it's really complicated to watch like it's it's so Catherine wants no part in anything we've seen this from the day one with her she doesn't care about anything so i, I don't know it's hard to defend someone like that so yeah I'm, props to leva for hanging on to this long right for this. so then the rest of the the rest of the people show up and it's interesting because she's talking to pringle and uh, craig is there and Pringle is basically like, you know, like, leave it alone. Like, it's not that it's not that big of a deal. Like, why are you still concerned with it? And basically, Leva tells them, apparently, it's the first they're hearing that it wasn't. It, it seems like the only thing that Craig and Pringle knew about was the monkey emoji. And Leva's telling them how there were all these other DMs about, like, your minority business isn't whatever. Like, I, I don't, like, have them in front of me. But all this stuff that kind of compounded the like 
one dm the like emoji that it's like oh like maybe she didn't know what it meant but it's like no she was like carrying on this whole thing and it's interesting that this whole time apparently somebody like craig has been kind of sticking up for Catherine without actually understanding the depth of the situation and it's like yeah that's classic like mediocre man behavior like come on yeah i mean I'm curious at that point to see where it goes in the second episode of the season finale, because maybe we'll see more of a reaction, but TBD on that. I mean, we also see, we also see, um, I know guys, I have like a crush on Austin, but Austin has finally come to the conclusion that he is moving on from Madison. Yeah, that is also I, TBD because we'll I don't see, believe I it. I did. I appreciated uh, Austin's phone call with his friend Alexandra, who I was know. like, "You need to get off, like leave the party. You need to like be done. Like no more of these like weird relationship convos. Like just end it." I loved though when he came to the party and he like he could have said hi, but he kind of literally ignored Madison, and then Madison is like, yeah, "I mean, I'm not having any of that," and she walked over to him and like asked him about it she's like you said hi and walked by i was like oh no 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 i'm sorry i've been team austin since day one i'm sorry all these people are dummies like just (laughs) you're a bunch of dummies no we love you no we don't um quickly let's say who our number one bravo lab in the group is also i realized we didn't do this yesterday so if you want to do somebody from dallas or salt lake feel free Okay, really quick before we do this, I have to call out that we did see Patricia and Whitney and oh my oh, yeah. god. And and she goes, "Can you help me with this?" It's in the green thing and she meant the green thing meant the messages part of her. Oh yeah, her, her like iMessage app. Very, I'm sorry. That was just a little cute. tidbit because I love them. Okay, my Bravo Leb. Oh, you go first. You know what? When I can't think you go first. I'm going to go with Gina weirdly at the end of the season gina's like the one person in oc that i actually feel like i have like positive feelings toward which i never thought i would say but well we'll also give gina most growth for this um season because in the beginning (laughs) we were not having it (laughs) most growth um in in character and also in hair yes okay yes i am giving this is going to be a little bit of a shock but I am giving my Bravo lab to Craig this week, not because he he was clueless about with Catherine. Like, ignore that part. I loved the date he set up for him and yeah, Natalie. I thought was that was sweet. very sweet. They haven't said I love you yet, but he he has moved on from Naomi. He he has great feelings for Natalie, and like this date was one of the cutest things I've ever seen. So, and props like he's kind of like the narrator right now. Like Cam's shoes I, were big to fill. I know. That was weird to see. I, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we will be back with another episode on Tuesday because Monday is a holiday. So we will be back on Tuesday next week. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast and follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. Hold up. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.